All right, it's a uh, it's a Christmassy audible here today on the program. Kimbo Camper, John Kajemi with you. Um, I want I hope everyone had a nice Christmas. I hope all there everyone's looking forward to a happy New Year. But I'm pretty disgusted right now, John. I, I thought, you know it's I, written I, all over your face. Yeah, Bob. I know it's like disgust it all over my face. That and the fact that I'm that and the fact I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to pay all these bills for my daughters uh, for their Christmas uh, their, their Christmas. <laughs> You know, my daughters are... My, that I'm, wasn't written all my over My oldest daughter's 31 years old, 32. My youngest is 27. And they just get more and more and more expensive every year. And it's it's getting out of control now. You know what? I've got 26 and 24 in my house. And it seems like it does the same thing. It, it travels. It just escalates. Yeah, well, the exactly. bigger... Remember what they say when we, when we were just young parents, right? The, the bigger they get, the bigger the problems yeah, you'll have. Yeah. Well, now they're in their 20s and maybe you're just crusting on the 30s. Yeah, yeah. And it's still getting larger, right? Yeah, yeah it's like, I, I want a purse. What do you want, Louis Vuitton? Not Louis Vuitton. That was Louis last Vuitton? year's... Who wants Louis Vuitton? <laughs> <laughs> What do you go to? Where do you go to, to Kmart to get that? Oh, I want this one. I'm like, I never heard of this one. You know? And I need one for my friend. <laughs> exactly. It's just not me. I need one for winter and I need one for the fall now. <laughs> you know, it's one of those kind of things. So anyway, but I hope everyone had had a great Christmas. I hope that you have a happy new year looking forward. But let's, let's kind of get to the fact at hand in, in the Miami Dolphins. And, and, and John, it's funny, you know, you lose that game. And, and to me, it was just a just a total disappointing game from start to, you know, you get, you come out in the first series, you just boom, take, you know, yeah, all right. And, and you guys are jumping around and you can see, and then, and then they come down saying, you know, Hey, look, this is, that's fine. It's going to be a 20, it's going to be a 32, 34 game, something like that. It's going to be a high scoring game. And then boom, the breaks went on both sides of the team, but, but both sides of the field, but uh, boy, the dolphins, the inability offensively to really just get anything going. And the only time they had drives going They'd hit a big. I think there was a. I think they had like a third and seventeen that they converted. Boom. Then you get a penalty. Penalty comes back. I think there were three times where they converted for pretty good third down situations, only to have penalties call them back and and ultimately stall the drives. You know, it it was funny watching that game because, as you said in the beginning of the game, when the Dolphins took the opening drive and they went down and they you know get the shovel pass and yep. and looked like and they even overcame a penalty in that drive. Yes you know, down deep in the red zone. And they were able to find a way to get into the end zone. You felt like, okay, you know what? This They're going to take a 4-10 and 10 team and they're going to yep. punch them right in the face yep. and they're going to do it all day long because yep. this team only is looking for a reason to lay down yep. and they're going to lay down. Well, Jacksonville comes back and they go down the field and they score and they tie it at 7. And I'm sitting next to Sam Madison and I said, Sam, better get your pillow out because that's it. That's it. No I, more. I go, that is, <laughs> you better get your pillow out because yep. – it's going to be for two and a half quarters, a bunch of crap going on yeah. in between the 30s and maybe the 20s, yeah. but that's about it. And then whoever blinks, whoever yeah. has that bad, fatal mistake is going to find a way to over, you know, one team's going to overcome it or one team's going to take advantage of it and win a game. Yeah. And he looked at me like I was crazy. So we're going to the post game, and he looked at me, he nodded his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, well, you were close, parts." I yeah. said, yeah. I said, well, I don't know why, but I don't know why. After you just the, felt that way. Yeah, and, and for the Dolphins, this goes back to the two weeks, for the Dolphins to come out and play the way they did of lack of execution yeah. in terms of the little things. It's not the interception yes. for a touchdown. It's not the, you know, the fumbles. It's not it's it's the little things that add up during a game that gives the other team confidence or lets them yeah. hang around or when you get back into a game, you just don't have that playoff mentality, that that knockout mentality. Yeah. 
and it goes back to just fundamentals, simple mental fun, mental discipline yep. and physical fundamentals that this team seems to, when they're good, they really get, you know, yep. they get by. When they're not good, it's yep. really exposed. And, yep. and I don't know if that's because there's a ton of starters that aren't playing. There's a lot of, you know, mix and match on yeah, the but team. Look, but I just I'm, don't know what that is. But, but I'm with everyone else. And, and look, the Dolphins have had, no question, they've had their fair share of injuries. And, and it seemed like for a while there, Every week you're getting a gut punch by a big guy, you know, yeah. a, a big name. Boom! And right off the bat, you get Sitton, Kilgore, uh, uh, William Will- Hayes, and and then you know, Wilson, and then Wilson. And so bang, bang, bang! You're getting gut punches, and then there was a little while where, and then all of a sudden you start. But having said that, I still don't think that's an excuse mm-hmm. for where they're at or what their shortcomings have been. But and 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 the other thing is that look, everyone in the league is dealing. You'll have to yeah. deal with injuries in the way they can. So so I'm I'm going to take that off the board. Um, but I'm with you. I, I just I just to me, um, and then we we're talking. I was talking with uh, somebody after the game, and we we're talking. I think I was talking with Sam as we were walking out. Mm-hmm. And I said, Sam, I I just it to me it's the it's the attention to small details that make a big difference. And and when I talk to when I talk about this. I always go back to I go I go back to one one day in New England. I'm watching and 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 they're just just they're just dismantling this football team, right? The way that New England yeah. does, you know, on defense, playing smart, special teams, all, all those special, things. I think it may have been the game where they did the fake punt, okay, on, on third and yeah, long, yeah, that's or whatever, right, 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 or yep. fourth and long, yeah, third and third, fourth, fourth and long, and, long. and they run the fake punter. So now I start watching. I say, what's going? On? So I'm watching one of their outside linebackers. And the running back is in the backfield. He shifts out into the slot. So it's the linebacker's man. They're man-to-man coverage. Linebacker's got the back. So he goes out to, to cover him. Right. Well, when he goes out to cover him, he takes a hard inside technique. I mean, he's you're, you're, ain't, you're not coming through me. So I'm going to cover you from here to the sideline. I'm taking away the rest of this field, right? So I'm watching that. And I go, okay. And, and, and look, I, I understand that because that's how – I was taught to play the game, you know, mm-hmm. take take something away from them. And so then all of a sudden, you know, we get down, it's a third quarter or whatever, and I, and I look at it, so now now New England does it. They take a back, they run, they put him out in the slot. Our linebacker goes there, stands head up on him, and gives him a two-way go. And you're never going to win that. And, and to me, when I say details, to me, those are the little details that make a big difference in the success of your football team. If you're not going to pay attention to those details – then, then, then you're gonna be in the you're gonna be in the quagmire yeah. of of you know eight and eight, you know seven and nine, or six and ten or whatever. It, to me, it's those teams. Those teams are always at 10, 11, 12 wins. They're detail oriented. Details are important. Those things are backside contain. You know all these kind of things that you see. I I, I agree with you because it's it's not only it, it's hand placement on yeah. on blocks. It's it's leverage. It, it's being able to to take on a double team, and that's your job. And not worrying about who makes the tackle. Yeah. That's your job. Do your job, and it comes down to those teams that are in the playoffs, those teams that are successful in the playoffs, and those teams that that continually get there seem like they either have those types of players on their roster for quite a long time, and while they're on that roster, those players are developing other guys to have those traits and those work habits that continue on, and they pass along a legacy of success. The Dolphins have not had 
a legacy of success over the past 10, 12, yep. 15 years. They've had some uh, very brief periods of time when they've been up. Yep. And most of the time, they've been, you know, like the sea. They've been kind of rolling back and forth in between having a couple of really good weeks, win two or three in a row, and then all of a sudden, the bottom falls out. And and somebody or something has to be able to turn that around. And, and, and I don't have to look at my head coach or my owner or whoever right. it is. I got to look in the mirror because yeah. it comes down, it's a player's league. You can prepare, you can you can give them, you know, exotic plays, you can give them basic plays. But how they execute those things in all three phases is ultimately going to determine if I have a chance to win in the fourth right. quarter. Because basically, you look at the Steelers and the Saints this past week, it's going to come down to the fourth well, quarter. Well, well, look, and who makes a mistake? Look at how many games. Indies game. Look, look at all the, these The Dolphins-Jaguars come down game. to the fourth yeah. quarter. And two mediocre teams are going at it, yeah. but somebody's going to blink. Somebody's going to make a fatal mistake yeah. that the other team isn't elite enough to, to find them way, you know, a way around it. Yeah. And, and that's just the NFL yeah. these days. It is. And in, in the halves... To me, it's the haves or the disciplined teams that 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 do the small things and and do it right. And you you talk about you know guys. That, to me, if if I'm a coach and I've got a team and I've got the guys that are that pay attention to details, they they may not be they may not that guy may not. I'll give you an example. You know, I was a detail guy when I played. They told me to two gap by two gap. They told me to be on the outside shoulder. I'm gonna do whatever I can to be on that outside shoulder. And I'm gonna don't never cross the face. Never, never run behind a def- uh, someone's blocking you. Always cross their face. Simple rules that are, and you know, you give me a rule, fine. I'm gonna stay. I'm a, I'm a. I grew up in a military family. That's what I tell that's you. That's my do. job. That's what I'm gonna do, and <laughs> right. I'm gonna do it exactly how you tell me to do it. And that's, and that's what I'm gonna do. And so you do that, and and if you're that kind of person, if you're that kind of player, and so we drafted a kid from uh, Syracuse, Mike Charles, mm-hmm. good player, big guy, strong guy, and I was kind of down at the the end of my career. I'm just kind of, you know, kind of got taped, taped and up. spit and everything yeah, trying to keep myself <laughs> together. And I'm going, hey, you know, this guy's going to knock me out of my job. But, you know, instead of doing the details, he's trying to make big plays. He's throwing an arm over and, you know, when he's supposed to be two-gapping and there goes a the guy running on the outside. So so he never made the – he never – He never he never matured he never into me, whatever – He never yeah. knocked me off my pedestal. Right. Because he was a better player than me at the time. But I know that coaching staff knew that – I was going to be exactly where I was supposed to be. And I learned, hey, look, being exactly where you were supposed to be sometimes doesn't mean you're going to make the play, but it means you're going to be a part of a part of the situation that allows somebody else to make that play. And and there's value in that. So, so if I'm a coach and I've got, I'll keep all those guys, even though they may not be quite as talented as the next guy behind them. If I can't trust the next guy behind him to be where he's supposed to be when I need him to be there. You know, and, and so there's you, a lot you, to be said about guys, that. You say you say like how those guys stick around for a long. Well, they stick around for a long time because as a coach, I don't have to worry about him. I don't have to worry because I know right. he's going to be and, where he's supposed to be. And the smart players that are coming in to take those jobs or see replace those guys see that. The yeah. ones that don't are gone anyway. Yes. The guys that see that and recognize that are the guys that follow in line that start getting more snaps yeah. you know, because they're younger and they may be a, a little uh, more affordable at, at certain times yeah. in the NFL the way it goes now. And those guys seem to hang around yeah. a little bit longer. And, and you see that happen a lot in the National Football League. And you're just hoping that it starts happening a little bit 
bit more with the Miami Dolphins now, especially take, for example, this year, where you had a lot of backups. You had a lot of guys yes. that you get off the street. You had a lot of guys come in to play due to guys you know, with injury. So you now you have all this on tape and a lot of opportunity, mm-hmm. and you've had some guys that have taken advantage. You had some guys that didn't. Yeah. I, one good example for me would be a guy that really showed up yesterday because of Kiko's injury, Mike Hall. Yes. You know, kind of an underachiever guy. You look at him walking down the street, you'd say he'd never play linebacker in the National yeah. Football League. Now you watch him go practice, you watch him play, he's where he's supposed to be. Yeah. A, a great example yesterday, he scraped off a block, got into his hole, uh, you know, triggered, got up yep. into the hole, made a tackle along with McMillan from yep. the inside. Yep. Perfect. It was exactly the way it was drawn up. You know, I don't know if it was Ziggy or Williams. Somebody took a double, double team. There was a two-way go, but there were two backers in yep. the hole. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Right? But that's a guy that watches. That's a guy that came from a program that was, you know, a, a linebacker eccentric program. Yep. And, and he... Played that way, I guarantee you, when he was a little kid, yeah. when he was in high school, and when he when he was in college, because that's the only way he was going to be able to stay yeah. or hang or advance was to go by be by disciplined, yeah. be disciplined. Don't freelance, do your job, yeah. and he did his job yeah. yesterday. And I think that's I think that you know from a from a personality standpoint, I'd like to see this team move into that more of a personality type of thing. But you know, it's it's it's. You know, there's different things. I was, I was talking before uh, Jeff Lagerman, who used to play for yeah. uh, Jacksonville. I was talking to him before the game, and Tony Baselli was down there. I was talking to both of those guys, and we were kind of talking about the old and said, and just that, just that, you know, now it's <clears throat> there's so much emphasis on rushing on on on, on rushing, the rushing the passer, whether it's sacking them or disturbing them, whatever, just rushing the passer, and. And take away and, and and stripping the ball, taking the ball. Away. I'm not talking about the interceptions. I'm talking trying about to punch it trying out, to punch the ball out to the point where you know now now pass rushers. I watch all the time where they're coming and boom, they spin inside and there's nobody outside and the quarterback you know jumps outside, buys a little time, boom, can he completes the play and moves down. You know, and I understand you want to get so, but it's that you, you want to get the you want to put the pressure on the quarterback, but you still have to play live by the rules a little right. bit. Right. I don't know if it was Kessler or. Um... Or uh, Bortles yesterday, but they did that exact yes. same thing going towards the east end zone. Yep. We had a pass rusher come inside. I don't know if it was a, a, a an end and tackle twist, but nobody came outside, yep. and they gave him the short side of the field. He yep. rolled out, was able to you know hit Fournette in the flat, and yep. almost scored. Yeah, the same thing on run, like with in running plays where guys are they're supposed to be holding their edge, and, and all of a sudden they the guy maybe takes a dip inside, and they just throw it away, come inside, and the guy bounces. Yeah. So it's, it's just. You know, it's, it's and it's a it's a new era. And the other thing with the tackling, I was good is that now you get see guys they're coming up, and the first thing they're doing is going for the ball and trying to maybe throw one arm around for a tackle. And and, and so meanwhile, the guy gains six or seven yards before they before he bring him to the down. That's right to the ground before he put. You know, our, our the, the old rule that we used to go by was first guy stands him up, second guy then comes in and tries to dislodge the ball. Now it's a different philosophy. Now it's a different deal, but. Um, I think there's some value in the old school that's not being, and, and I'm not look. I'm not. I'm not talking strictly about this team. I'm walk, talking about across the board yeah. when, when I watch the National Football League. I, I watched one highlight uh, from Sunday's games, and there was one defensive back that came from behind and punched the football out. It was a great play, yeah. but I guarantee you that one great play. I don't know if it led to points or not. But that one play will lead to probably seventy to hundred yards over the next 
four or five games of yards after yeah. contact yeah. because that guy's not going to get it every time. Yeah. He's going to fall off the running back because he's not really tackling him. Yeah. He's just trying to get the ball out. And they're going to stay on the field for four or five yeah. more first downs yeah. because he'll continually do that until he's one play away from, from being yeah. next to the defense coordinator. Yeah, exactly. So, but anyway, that, that's kind of just, you know, talking yeah, about. But that's looking, the truth. That, but looking, those looking. are the things, those are the little details that everybody's talked about that win or lose football games yeah. ultimately. Because if you got one guy doing it, you've got multiple guys yeah. doing it. And you just got to get more guys that are, that are playing the way they practice on Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. Friday, instead of all of a sudden it's for real and you're, you're out of position or yeah. you're just not doing the things you've done to, to get you to that yeah, point. You know, I, was, I was walking by somebody on the way out of the game, and, and, I, and, I, and he was talking to his buddy, and he goes, you know, yeah, these guys, you know, they weren't even ready to play. They came out, and they were just – I don't think they even cared. About, and I'm saying, wait a minute, I, I watched the football team that came out. I thought on both sides of the ball. Now, they, they, they had their success in the first drive, but, but you know – They played that, hard. That to, that, to me is a, that to me is a bullshit – you know that that's a any but it, to me it's like oh I, oh I can tell before, I can tell what they're calling every time before they ever well, they they, they know were, how to yeah, they know yeah. the play call yeah they know the play call before yeah. anybody else and yeah okay I got you you know it because you saw what was run and it didn't work and you just use well why didn't they throw it on that <laughs> kind of a situation but all that stuff but anyway so let's uh, let's kind of look at where we're at seven and eight Buffalo to close the season at best you hope for an eight and eight season and uh, and and you're going. <laughs> You're going into an environment that's uh, last game. It's not fun the, in December. Last game on the road. Both cold. teams out of it. I, I looked I, yesterday. I looked on uh, on some on an app I got on my phone with the, for the weather, and it said high of 32, low of four. <laughs> that's not a good range. <laughs> that's not a good. That's not a good range, man. Bo, you, what you, what's your packing arrangements? Uh, the, these uh, this a trip going to Buffalo in yeah, late December. I hate it. I, I absolutely on hate the it. sidelines so doing the call. So so I tell you, I, I last year when we went to or two years ago when we went to Pittsburgh for the oh, that playoff was, game. That's right. It was cold, cold, cold. I remember well, Logan. I, think it was a, I don't know if it was a playoff game or it was a game they needed to get in the playoff. I, I remember one of the games in Pittsburgh. I was talking to Logan yeah. about it, and he said that at halftime, I think Jeff or, or somebody went to go get him hot chocolate. Right. Hot chocolate was just a term. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. said by the time he got it, it was cold. I mean, it was. Put a stick it was, in it, you could eat it like a popsicle. You couldn't put a stick in it. It was all ice. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I you know, the, the um, friends up at Peter Glenn's uh, of Vermont. Hooked me up when we were going up there. So I got a nice big coat. Oh, perfect. I got long johns. I got boots. And I hate every piece of it. I hate every piece yeah, of it. Yeah, you know you're going to need it. I'm just a Florida it. guy in California. I don't want it. I don't I don't want to own a heavy coat. I don't want to go somewhere where I need a heavy coat. Right. I'll wait until it warms up. Then I'll, then I'll go up there. And it's kind of my philosophy on that kind of thing. But, you're not going with the flip-flops, are you? No. Well, no, no. They're not going to be far around. They're not going to be. So my here's my deal is I hate wearing it. I won't wear my jacket up there. I'll throw it in my bag or I'll carry it or whatever. I'll wear it in the field. I'll have my big boots on. But in my bag, traveling bag, I'm going to have my flip-flops right there. So before I get in that airplane, <laughs> You're gonna my throw flip-flops them on. are on and those boots, as far as I'm concerned, I'm concerned Keep I'm them there. Leave them there. Leave them, I'll leave them on the tarmac. <laughs> hey, who needs a size 14? <laughs> uh, so I had three hours. We'll make it through. But, uh, but just, just a miserable – it's going to be miserable for them. It's going to be miserable for the Dolphins, yeah. And it's going to be one of those games, I think, John. That it, it, it much like I thought about this game last week with Jackson or last week with Jacksonville, would be that after if the Dolphins if the Dolphins would have stopped uh, Jacksonville uh, on their first drive, came down, 
even kicked a field goal, I'm going, these guys are done. You can give stop them, them. Give them a chance. Get up 10 nothing, and they're and, and, and it's done. They're, 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 they're toast. But didn't work out that way. And I, and I got a feeling the same, Buffalo is going to be the same kind of mentality. If some team jumps out and gets on you early, the other team's going to have a hard time mustering the uh, – uh, you know the, the the need or the want to uh, to fight back, especially with the if the weather is as bad as it as it possibly could be. Well, the range from thirty two to four, pretty vast, d- pr- doesn't indicate that it's going to be a pleasant day no, no. In, in Buffalo, New York, right? When you're, when you're praying for the high and the highest city is thirty four, <laughs> yeah, it's not the it's not the best of a. Uh, of most situations. Well, you know, Buffalo's a five and ten team, okay? Yeah. And they've gone they've gotten their new quarterback. They've gotten yeah. their rookie quarterback last year's draft. And he's a guy that ran all over us. Yeah. You know, down here in South Florida, Hard Rock Stadium, ran for over 130 yards, if I yeah. remember yeah. correctly. I think he was in the middle of three straight games of hundred yards, I right. believe. So you've got a guy that still learning the position. Yeah. The guy is still kind of figuring it out how he wants to play, how he he can extenuate yeah. some of some of his qualities, and th- he's got a strong arm. He's a big kid. He's athletic. Yeah. He he moves around the pocket. He extends plays. He does all those things. I, I'm just wondering what our mentality is yeah. going to be going up and playing because the last two weeks were, were huge disappointments yeah. for the Miami Dolphins in terms of what was on the line and how we performed. I'm not yeah. saying I, I think we were ready to play. I don't think there was an effort problem. I think that we got beat. Yeah, we got beat by ourselves. Number yeah. one in, in a couple of those instances, and you have to give credit to Minnesota and yeah. Jacksonville yeah. because they took advantage of our miscues and turned them into points. Yeah, no doubt. So I, I just think that that that's the thing I'm going to be watching. I, I'm not. I'm sure we're going to give effort. I'm sure going to be prepared. But execution yeah. wise, if if the last two weeks we had the playoffs still on the horizon and we didn't get it done, yeah. now everything's out of, yeah. out of our control. We're done. And and, it's, and to me, it's a little more difficult being the road team. It is. In that situation, it is. the home team. It's like, hey, you know, we're what? going home after. Going home, yeah, no flight nice dinner, you know, no flight and, and this and that. So let me remind you, the Audible is brought to you by Verizon. The best unlimited is on America's most awarded network. Our good friends at Verizon. Um, seven and eight and all the speculation now, John. I mean, as soon as that game ended, as, I think as soon as the uh, the pick six came up, speculation began on what was going to happen, what they're going to do, what the shape of this team is going to be next year. And you know, I, I I'm a you know I, I'm a stand pat guy right now. I I I believe in Coach Gaze. I, I believe he's the guy that can get the job done. If I had my druthers, I would I would I would rather see him maybe step back a little bit from the game day play calling, and be a little bit more of a head coach to the defense, special teams. And, and, and look, I'm not asking him to be the defensive coordinator, but participate. You know, I. I you know, look, Coach Shula, and, and again, I, I every time I bring up Coach Shula, he's the only coach I had in the National Football right. League, so he's on my, my only frame of reference. But if the defense was playing well or playing bad, he would always come by and, and let you know, hey, we need to, you know, just anybody. And, he's, and, and, and I, I would like to see Adam be a little bit more of, of, a, of a team manager as, long, as, as well as, you know, I think with him and Dow, you know, they work together all week on the plays. Right. You know what we want. You know what we like. You still communicate with them, but – with that, but I, I certainly the last thing I want to do is, is see him leave. I, I just think I think it would be very premature and, and unfair. 
especially with a football team that most people say we're going to be the 31st or 32nd best team in the National Football League at the beginning of the season. And most everybody that put pen to paper said this team's going to be lucky if they win three or four games. Right. You've gone through a rash of injuries. You've had those issues. And you lose your quarterback for four or five weeks, however long that was. And you still end up eight and eight, maybe. If you end up eight and eight, I, I don't see how I don't see how you make that move. You know, maybe now, maybe now when you start looking down the 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 staff situation, and I'll and, and I'll say this before I go, my move forward. There's always going to be staff changes. Right. Some guys are going to get a better offer somewhere else. Some guys just you know the, for whatever reason they're going to go somewhere else, and then there are going to be changes maybe because they're not satisfied with with the job that's going to be done. And, and if there's moves like that down the road, then 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 maybe there's and, and I and I'm not I'm not touting this. I'm not you know pressing it but example for me would be if Todd Bowles became available now you got a guy that you know I know that every time we get ready to play the Jets Adam talks strongly about Todd Bowles how, how good he is at setting up his defenses and doing things so you know he's got him in the back of his mind guy like that becomes available now then I've got a th- I've got a choice I got to I've got to make a I got to at least think about it am I happy here with the, with Matt Burke is it an improvement here is there some way I can get Todd here and keep Matt and do some kind of, you know, where it's equitable or something. Like, I, I don't like to see guys fired. I don't like to see guys right. leave. But but as far as, as far as a staff standpoint, John, that's kind of where my head is on this thing right now. Yeah, I, I think I'm kind of along the same lines as you, Bo. I, I don't want to see Adam Gase uh, be fired. I, I think his work is, is yet to be determined yeah. on where – his success rate is going to be in the National Football League. I do know that he's really good in front of the team. Yeah. I know that the team's prepared. Uh, I like the way he his interaction is on the offense. Now, whether he gets more involved in the defense moving forward, that's probably something he's going to have to think yeah. about in the offseason. When he, when he goes back and he feels like, how can I improve as a head coach? Is it given more time on game day yeah. uh, to certain situations where maybe it's not neglected, it just wasn't my role yeah. going in over the the past three years as the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. So I think, you know, he would probably entertain, you know, he's going to self-scout himself no, no just like he self-scouts every opponent and, and every every game that his team has played. Mm-hmm. He's going to go back over and say, hey, we, were we doing the right things in these situations? W- w- my play calling, was I, was I getting – too far out of the box and maybe should have I, I repeated a couple more plays or gone through this a little bit simpler yeah. than, than what I thought and did I like a lot of the things I added I mean just about I, you could go through the litany of of trick plays that we've used and most of them for the majority yeah. of them have turned out either really huge yeah. or or it was one of those things where no harm no foul yeah they Which made I, good decisions yeah. and, and it didn't work out but they got made the best out of the play so there's a lot of things to go through when you're play caller slash head coach and and you're trying to go through the best way to move this team from 500 if you yeah. win in Buffalo and 500 for three years how do I take the next step because you had so much success in year one you tried to duplicate that and grow from it yeah. and improve in year two you go backwards and now you're kind of you know you're you're in the middle of the sea yeah. floating around going how how do I get out of here how do I get back in that jet stream where I can kind of continue that upwardly trend. So I'm competing with New England. I'm competing with Pittsburgh. I'm competing with some of those teams that are in the AFC that are there on a regular basis. Yeah, no doubt. And then look, and then you get to the personnel side and that to me is a little more dicey. 
Yeah. You know, a little more dicey just from the standpoint that, you know, it's easy to point at, at, at people and, you know, whether it's Chris Greer, whether it's Mike Tannenbaum, whoever it is, um, but people don't know what they do. You know, people don't really, I think it's just across the board. You know, you hear someone say, oh, yeah, I don't like that guy. And like, I'm looking online today and I'm seeing everyone just fire everyone, just get rid of everybody and. And do the whole thing. I'm, I'm looking. I think that's the worst. I, oh. I just think that's the well, worst that, case I, scenario because it wasn't. You're not going from a ten win team to a six win team to a two win team, yeah. and everybody's abandoning ship. This is a team for the past two weeks that if they have taken care of their business, they'd still be in you know a, a pretty good spot, and and they didn't. Yeah, no doubt. I'm, I'm looking for. I'm just looking up some. Uh... I, I just I do, Bo. I, I kind of uh, agree with the theme that you're getting to, whereas every year you go back to, you know, God rest his soul, Tony Sperano. Yeah. And you, you go back and you feel like, you know, Tony Sperano was a good football coach yeah. and yeah. He, he got run out. And a lot yeah. there were a lot of takers for his craft yeah. and maybe not at head coach. But I, I like the way he motivated his team. Yeah. I like the way he stuck up for his team. I like the way that he backed his players. And I like the way he prepared yeah. his players. And I feel the same way with Adam Gase. Yeah. I, I, all those qualities uh, are, are there with, with Coach Gase. And, and I, I think he deserves to, to have another uh, at-bat at the plate well, and see where and, he can, uh, we can go. And, John, and I, I, I think – and, look, I've been around here long enough. I've, been, I've watched this since, since I came here in 1976. So I've seen all different kind of peaks and valleys and – you know, in, in good teams and not so good teams and then this and that. And and I, and I just feel like this team and, and sometimes I think I sometimes I think the organization pays a little too much attention to the noise out there with the fan base because the fan base, I'm look, I'm looking on I'm watching Coach Gaze's press conference today. And they're not fire and fire and fire and fire. What, 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 have some give us some background. Give us some reason why 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 would you do that, you know? And so the whole thing, but we're not, this town is not willing to let somebody finish the job two years in three years. I'll get rid of these guys. So, so let's, I'll give you a good example. To me, coach case came in and tried to start, started wanting to turn this team into a more athletic football team. We're a little bit more of a bigger physical team before he got here and he goes out and Jakeem Grant becomes part of the game. Albert Wilson, Kenny, Kenny Stills, these guys. The offensive linemen got a little more athletic, right? right? Defensive linemen a little more athletic. Your linebackers, a little smaller, a little more athletic. So, so it takes time to change a football team from, you know, big, strong power to – so give these guys – to me, it's like building a house. If I, you hire me to build you a house. I come build you a house. Now I got the foundation. I put the two-by-fours up. I got the foundation up. And you go, you know what? Yeah. We gotta knock some of these like walls this. down. Yeah, you know, you know, I don't like what you're doing. You're fired. Yeah. Then you bring somebody else, and what do they do? Take everything down and start from scratch again. And now, now you're back two years back. Now you're two years behind where you started from. That's my problem with multiple changes every three years. One step forward, two steps back, and and I think that's why this franchise has been in this holding pattern. And look, they, we've had one year of one in fifteen. Other than that, we're seven and nine, eight and eight, nine and seven, blah, blah, blah. You get a 10 year, 10 win. You know, you're, you're, and so if this team wins, if this team finishes eight and eight this year, you're two wins away from being in the playoffs. It's, it's and, and their, in their, their legacy for the past 10 years has been two wins or two losses. You know, Cincinnati loss, 
the 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 um, Indianapolis the Indianapolis laws. Those those, those you you think, geez, if we just had those two, we'd be sitting here right now. You know, we'd be nine and six right now. But you know, and and that seems to be the so. I guess the point I'm making is you you can talk about firing all these people, but the margin between being middle of the pack and a playoff team is two games. I I think the, the all the people that would say that. Uh, here, here's the way I would feel. Let's go back to that. Those two, those two losses. There's a 17 point lead in one game. There's a 10 point lead in another game. You feel like there's no way that this football team is yeah. going to lose those games. And all the other people and all my friends, they're saying, "Oh, John, you can't point to those games without pointing to New England and then the miracle finish, and then you can't point to that game without pointing to Buffalo, and they no. should have caught the ball." Yeah. And I go, "Yeah, I understand all that. I understand all that. Usually in games, in seasons, all yeah. those things kind of even out." All I'm saying is that this team was a lot closer than they were at, at any point over the last, I don't know, you take out the playoff se- uh, yeah. season, over the last 10 years from being a really good football yeah. team because of the way they started. They started 3-0, and and they started out with everybody kind of going, you know what, we're not, we're not that bad. Yeah. You know, we're not as bad as the national media tends right. to think we are. We're not as bad as we are. And then they went up. And they got they got slapped in the face yeah. by New England. That brought them back to reality. I think this team would have rebounded a little bit differently had they had those components in place. I'm not blaming injuries. I'm not saying yeah. that is an excuse. I'm just saying the way this team was built, they would have reacted a little differently through the season with half of those rash yeah. of injuries to key components because Adam Gase had a completely changed the way he called games. Yeah, yes. He relied on a 35-year-old running back to set the table for this football yeah. team and this franchise for this year. Yeah. And it was unbelievable that Frank Gore and all of his talents were able to carry this team on offense until they got their, you know, legs underneath mm-hmm. them in games and in series. But you you lose, you know, you lose Tannehill for X amount of, for a month, month and a half yeah. and you and you ch- you have to change again. You have yeah. to change the way that you Call games because well, you, you, it just it just different. I I think that when you look at other teams where you lose Sitton and Kilgore, I know so those two guys. Those two and don't discount how important those guys were. They're important a lot because first of all, they're better players than, than took their. You're all they're everybody's starting, right. Better better players than anyone else they had playing that offense in those positions. I'm right. not talking about Tunsil and, and Juwan, um, but not only that, they brought an inherent toughness with them. They brought that. Don't well, they pick, were they were they leaders that, of this don't team. Pick, don't pick that guy up. Don't don't give that guy a hand up. Let him get his own ass. All up. the culture change in the offseason were bringing guys of character like that, in yes. like that. That not only character, but guys that could play. Yeah. And and the, the point I I was trying to make was simply this: Adam Gase changed the way he called this game and his offensive philosophy yeah. three or four times yes. this year. Yeah. And. The best ways were the first couple. Yeah, as well, he as he got it watered you had, down. You had your old playbook for right. you there. As he got well, it watered this down. Hurt. No, we got to take this out. This guy's hurt. We got to trade it. No, just look at the explosive <laughs> plays that where they went to in the first month of the season, and, and comparatively, on, on an average, where they yeah. are over the last month, month and a half. Yeah, there's not a whole. You know, you had the 75 yard run with Balaz. You had you know the, the 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 miracle play at the end of the game. But but you take a look at average explosive plays. Would we have a 20 yarder yeah. and maybe a 30 yarder last week against Jacksonville? Yeah. That was it. That was it. Yeah. That, I mean, there that was. Yeah. The, Nothing else. And you go prior before you lose Jakeem and you lose Albert. You know, those those things were – they were a common occurrence. Reg- regularity. Were, yeah. And so you take half of that out. And so, yeah, it's uh, – look, it's, it's 
it's just disappointing. Um, and there's going to be a lot of, you know, a lot of shrapnel fly, flying around here over the next week or two to, before things get, uh, uh, get paired with. I, I just kind of hope that everyone takes a step, step back, takes a deep breath. And I, and I know that Mr. Ross and everyone that whatever, whoever he's taking the information from, whatever he's doing to, to do his research and to do his, his background, uh, before he makes a, a big decision on, on any of these guys and, and looks at it and, um, and doesn't just doesn't just make a move because oh this team's seven and eight right now or or they ended up eight and eight so there ergo I, I better let these guys go. The percentage of the if, if you do make a move, the percentage of improvement is far less than yes. than negativity. Where you're yeah. going to go backwards before you get going yeah. forward. You're going to be in year three again, looking around, yeah. going, "What the hell did I do? Yeah. Now I, I got to start over again yeah. because we didn't have success." But, but you talk about Kalen Balaj. You know, the, one of the byproduct of losing guys is you get to see guys like Kalen. Yeah. Because, you know, if you don't have Frank, if Frank's healthy, you're not seeing him on those plays. No. Nope. And so now all of a sudden, Kalen's become, because, hey, there's a guy that you look forward to. And 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 you look at, so you, you look at Xavier. Xavier's, to me, X is a good example when you look at where this team's at right now. X comes in his first year, pretty spotty, you know, next year, a little better. Third year, and he's a pro bowler. Right. You, you look at and you I'm looking at guy I'm looking at Raekwon McMillan and, and, and Jerome Baker I don't know if either one of those guys can be a pro bowler but I know this they're gonna be better next year than they were this year they were and, under and fire be, and they'll be better the, the year, year after. after than they were yeah. so and, and that's why I kind of talk about let, let's let the let the team mature let the team grow with the picks that these guys have brought in now they're gonna look at Jesse Davis Jesse Davis you know he was scrambling just to be a backup last year you put him in there he got all that work last year because of injuries right. comes in as a starter and is there all all year long for you and, and played look he had his he had his days he had his days where you go you know you got to play better than that right. but I think for the most part he's pretty consistent and and so but and you got those guys and, and then you go back another year to the rookies because I, I think there are I think there are enough young guys the Gotchas and the Vincent Taylors and and those guys out there that if you give them time they can be the core of what's going to be a ten year run. Of you know where you're now you're challenging now you challenge the playoffs every year and you're getting in the playoffs and if you didn't you know get in the playoffs you know the 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 first really serious time we got in the playoffs we won the division got a home field got the home field advantage win one game we go hey we win the next game we're going we're to there. Super Bowl yeah you know and and that's where you know you get to there that's when these Super Bowl trips show up they don't show up when you're the last team getting in there and. And you're limping in to, to to try to snatch a wild card spot and, and get the shit beat out of you the first week of the playoffs, and you feel just as bad as if you if you hadn't gone. But I but I I feel like there's a core there to that if matured, if brought along the right way, it's going to be a pretty solid core on both sides of the football. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I was shocked how good some of our young players yeah. played this year, and I'm talking about even second year and third year. But you know, you just take a look at Minka Fitzpatrick, yeah. what he's done yeah. over the course of playing safety, playing corner, playing nickel corner, playing everywhere yeah. in a pinch, and a, a guy that may get a position right off the bat next year and say, "This is your position. Yeah. This is where we want yeah. you to play," because. 
this is your this gives us the best chance to be yeah. successful on defense. And it goes for Baker and it goes for McMillan and it goes for Taylor and Godchow and all those young but, kids well, with, the, with the still on, on, Oh, on the absolutely. Rise, you know? Absolutely. Another guy that that yeah. played at a really high level for the majority of the season. So you, you marry that with your Drakes and your Bellage and, yeah. and all those guys and, and Isaiah Ford who's, who came along, yeah. didn't get a lot of playing time, but he, you know, he was up and down off of the yeah. regular roster and and really doing it with regularity at practice yeah. every day too. So you've got a, a, a nucleus, as you said, of young and now getting experienced guys. Yeah. And with the example of, of X making the Pro Bowl, there's other guys that are that are going to crest that level of yeah. being able to continue to, to take the Dolphins where they need to go with youth. Now you have to back that up with a really good job yeah. uh, of another class that comes yeah. in in the draft and, and a couple of experienced veterans that at key positions. Yeah. In free agency, yeah. I mean, you look at you look forward. And you said, look, you, you you can see Minka being a, a a Pro Bowler within a year or two. You can be Tunsil being see Tunsil being a Pro Bowler next year, maybe. I mean, he look was at, right on the cusp. I mean, I know year. he missed a field goal against Jacksonville, but look at Sanders. Yeah, I mean, he came and missed two kicks all year. Yeah. I mean, he did a heck of yeah. a job. So you got you got the, the uh, to me. I think they've got Matt and Hawk. Yep. You know, same thing. It's, the special teams were you know those two guys came in big time for us. Yeah. So I, I'm. I'm maybe I'm just not. I don't know. I I, I just I, I think I, I try to look a little deeper than the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what gets you know what gets really overlooked. You know we talk about offensive injuries. Oh, we got a rash. Yeah. Defense. Oh, we got to imagine Darren Rizzi in special teams. Yeah. Every every injury on this football he, he team gets compounded on special teams, yeah. and, and they've been you know pretty solid yeah. throughout throughout yeah. the season. Yeah. Well, you get you know the the issues they've had have been late the yes. last couple games, right? You and had the two block punts, right? And you had uh, you had a, a punt return, and that was more technique than anything. Yeah, exactly. So you know, and, and like you said, every time someone gets hurt on the regular roster, he's losing somebody from that's right. From his or else or else he's got him playing. Doing, doing everything. He's getting yeah. them on fumes. Yeah, right. They're, they're, they're getting 80 plays in by the time the, the game's over or whatever like that. So anyway, so that's where we are, and that's what uh, that's what we've got to look forward to in the offseason is, is trying to get this team built. And again, I'm just throwing my two cents out there. I, I like this staff. I, I like this staff, and Adam will make his change where he wants to do. Uh, I, I'm just uh, I'm, I'm just not a – I just want to see I, – I just want to see him stay here and, and give him a chance to – to fulfill his job. Yeah, I, I just don't see any growth in and and absolutely blowing the whole thing yeah. up because we've we've seen and, and done that and we're back we're 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 here and you, you feel like you have a good nucleus of young players. Yeah. I I th- I just like the job Adam's done around the team and, and getting these guys motivated to play. I just think we need to do a better job of individually yeah. playing playing a little bit better at each position. Apple Music, TuneIn Radio, Dolphin App, Dolphins.com. And remember, the Audible is brought to you by Verizon, the best unlimited on America's most awarded network. Good friends at Audible and all that stuff. And our uh, sponsor, Deezer, has been with us and uh, for this year. And uh, I think next time we're on, next time we're on, it'll still be 2018, right? Next time we're on? No, it'll be 2009. This is our last show of the year? And we well, got no, we got, Jeff, no, we got no noisemakers. If we Jeff got and no Logan con- say got it, no confetti or anything. Trey back there too. I just think. have Trey come in here and pass some of that gas he's been passing that room, and we'll we'll call that our our New Year's wow, celebration. He, he can knock out some yeah, I mean, some folks, huh? Look, I see those guys back there; their faces are turning purple. <laughs> so well, bad. you get these guys coming back from lunch; anything can happen. Yeah, that's right. Okay, hey, that's going to do it, John. Hey, Bo. Been a pleasure. Been a great year. Happy New Year. Looking forward to a new one. Happy New to you, and Happy New Year to everybody out there. That's right. Keep yourself safe and. Uh, and let's get a win in Buffalo and come home 8-8 eight and, eight awesome. and, and move on. Can't wait. All right, we'll see you then.